Greetings and salutations. <laughs> Welcome to yet another Primal Beast Podcast where I am your host with the most, the double M, the main old man, your, your moderator, your originator, your progenator, but never your exasperator, never your procrastinator, or never your lionator. <laughs> And as always, I hope all is well and well is all. I'm wishing you well from the wishing well. Double salute. As is all, you could probably guess by now, I'm feeling good and spiritual. I'm in a very delightful and a festive mood. No matter what's going on around us, we can make it. We have to put our faith and our trust in the most high. I don't know what you all believe in. But this is not a time of fear with the coronavirus and this, you know, pandemic and this outbreak. But this is a time of faith because may the peace of God, the peace of God surpasses all understanding. Amen. So while we're here today, what I want to speak about is... The game that's in the Bible for men dealing with women. Oh, yeah. See, you guys are going to hear a message message that you've quite never heard before. No preacher, no reverend, no, you know, sage. No clergyman or no curate. Or no chaplain, or man of the cloth, or parson, or signer, or priest, or minister, or deacon, or any type of ecclesiastic has ever brought to you or produced to you the way I am today. 
Because I want to say this, man. I have to go here. So many of you guys, you don't believe in anything. And I understand that. I don't believe in no Bible. Everyone always has so much negativity to spew about the word of the Most High. The one true living God. The Alpha and the Omega. Don't get me started. But I'm not here for religious epithets. I'm not here to try to make you think any differently about what you have already believed in or what you don't believe in. But again, I am your sacrosanct today. I am going to be your reverend today. Reverend main on main the Don P. Here to give y'all this game. It's only I can do it. That extraordinary commentary on the play-by-play, a primal attraction. But before we even go there, because primal attraction is all about being natural or organic. And when it comes to you guys dealing with women, the reason why y'all don't know, because y'all never read the word of the Most High. It's game laced all in these 66 books, all in this script. They've just never really been laid out for you. No one has ever really delved in in detail because I got to be honest, in a lot of churches today, what, we, what we're seeing is that a lot of these jellyback pre preachers, they want to cater to the women. And why is this? It's because honestly, 90% of the church is all predicated, it's all comprised of women, young women, old women, widowed women, women who've never been married. All of the Tatianas, all of the Sleptianas, all of the Big Bootianas, all of the Keishas, all of the Stanishas, all of the Tanishas and Taniquas and Tanikas and Manikas, all of the Malikas, all of the Super Freakas, all of the Superhead, all, all of the Superheads, or let me say reformed or revised and revived Superheads. And Tatianas, and Slatianas, and Drippianas, and Wedianas. Yeah. But it amazes me because this is the women that you guys are serving. These are the females that you guys are trying to wife, you're trying to wed, you're trying to make a beat some, and y'all getting played out here. You're getting souffléed out here. You're getting fried, died, and ultimately laid to the side. Because I don't believe. You ever read the book of Proverbs or Ecclesiastes when it tells you about what a virtuous woman looks like, sounds like, feels like, behaves like, does it? And you guys are blinded. Y'all out here naked. Now you want to claim midtown. You've been an atheist. You don't believe in nothing. You don't believe in the Bible or the Quran or the Tanakh. Nothing. Just out here blinded. Listen, let me say this, man. As a man, you must be clothed and girded in truth. In spirit and in truth shall you be a man. But I got a few scriptures today that I want to go over y'all with giving y'all this game on dealing with the woman. What the woman is meant for. What a good woman or a quality woman or a virtuous woman looks like.
how she behaves. And see, y'all gonna get to the, I'm gonna get to the point. We're gonna get to the final conclusion while I tell you guys that most women are only made for sex, to be a sexual conquest. And some women ain't even worth that. Let alone marriage, let alone signing up for a crappy deal for the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years of your life. When she gets tired of you, when she gets ready to quit you, which also is against the word of the most high. A woman never had any business talking about, I'm wanting to divorce a man. See, I want you guys to even understand when it comes to marriage, that marriage is a spiritual contract. It's not a contract or a piece of paper that you sign with the state or the federal government. That's your first mistake. But see, had you known that a lot of these guys that are black pilled or red pill raging against women, they wouldn't be red pill raging, would they? They wouldn't be black pill thunder smoke, now would they? They wouldn't have blown out their carburetor, would they? Blown their gasset because every woman that you come across, you begin dragged. You've been simping for her, you've been tricking on her, all this. Oh, yeah, I know I'm talking to somebody right now. I know I am. Because you never knew. You never understood. But let me get to this, man. Genesis 2 and 18. And the Lord God said, it is not good for a man to be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. Pause. You guys, I've been telling you all the time, help me. I will make him a helpmeet for him. Helpmeet means a woman is a compliment. She is a supplementary piece to what you already have going on. The woman is not really made to be chased. What are y'all chasing for, man? What are y'all sitting up here taking a woman out and doing all these other things for her and she has not submitted to you? She is not your subject. She is not her subjected yourself by respecting you, respecting what you're about as a man, what your vision, what your purpose, what your mission is in life. First and foremost, the woman is a help me. What this means, I've known too many guys. I've never been married before. And I'm going to get to that later, why I have it. And why I am, at the same token, why I am not anti-marriage. Because as I'm going to the scriptures, yes, most of the scriptures that I have does um, refer to the woman as a wife. But before we can even get that, get to there, a woman already has to be in a spirit of wifey material or wifehood. And in a spirit of chastity and the spirit of submission and the spirit of cooperation going along to get along flowing along let me tell y'all something about feminine energy man femininity is not resistant femininity is cooperative feminine 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 energy is meekness feminine energy is not contentious feminine energy is willingness, cooperation. Understand? Feminine energy doesn't fight against the masculine energy. It naturally goes along. And you guys got to understand the nurture of a woman versus the virtue, excuse me, versus the nature of the woman because the nurture of the woman is good virtue of the woman. 
Y'all don't hear me though. Y'all need to be taking notes. This off the top of my dome, man. Because I've been new to this. I came from a Bible Belt family. But I was never sheltered. I still know the streets. I still know what is and what ain't. Because in our life, this is the thing, man. Some people know what's ideal, but they never know what's real. And then you have a lot of people, they know what's real, but they never know the ideal. And see, a lot of you guys are the latter. Y'all know the real, what's going on in the world and everything, but you never know the basics. You don't know the foundation. That's why you don't have a leg to stand on. You don't know the base. You don't know the root cause of it. See, as a man, you have to be commonsensical. As a man, masculine energy is rational. It's logical. One plus one is two. Two plus two or two times two is four. See, that's logic. That's rationale. But a lot of you guys, yet again, are, getting, are being overutilized and underappreciated. Y'all being dragged out here. Instead of getting kisses and hugs, y'all getting treats and kicks. As opposed to women celebrating you, women are merely, merely tolerating you. As opposed to you leading the woman, the woman is leading you. As opposed to the woman integrating herself in your life, you're integrating yourself in her life. When we talk this whole BDSM thing, as opposed to you being the dom, you are the sub. This is what a beta male is, a submissive. Dom means dominant, conquering. You guys are, listen, how many men are in marriages right now? They're not running that relationship. They're not running that marriage. She is. What she wants, she gets. She's setting forth the house rules. If you want to be with me, you got to have a J-O-B. Oh, no, brother. No romance without finance. When did you ever have to pay for sex? Don't you know that is natural between a man and a woman? It's not a privilege. It's just a way of life. The same way eating is a way of life. The same way sleeping is a way of life. It's a part of life. Breathing is a part of life. Just as, listen, sex is as natural as blood flowing through your veins. Here's another scripture for you all. Genesis 2 and 22. And the rib which the Lord God has taken from the man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. Pause. The woman, listen, stands by your side. That's why she comes from the rib. Y'all should know this by now. I'm sure many of you have heard this. But wait a minute. I'm giving it to you from Mano Man's perspective. By revelation. My unique insights and perspectives on this. Listen up, man. The woman is your rib. Even the name woman, huh, is from the man. Again, they become one. The woman clings to you. You don't follow after no woman. You don't chase no woman. But see, your daddy probably never knew about it. Or maybe he wasn't around. Heart goes out to you, bro, fam. Heart goes out to you, brother. Hey, cuz, heart goes out to you. 
and brought her into the man. See, the woman was never made to be alone. Ain't no such thing as women talking about all this independency. There's no such thing women talking about I do my own, I be my own, I am my own. Ain't no such thing as a woman quote unquote talking about she's liberated. As soon as the woman was created, a form, a thought of, instantly, immediately, right here, Genesis 2 and 22. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man made he a woman and brought her unto that man, directly to the man. Again, by a woman's own nurture. This is a part of femininity for a woman to either desire to have a man. This is why I don't get mad at women when they, they make their first priority in life to have a man. This is natural for a woman. What's well, not natural for a woman to talk about a career and get in the bag and wanting to work and wanting to be, you know, all the other things. Yes, the woman was made to work. But listen, the woman was never made to work for herself. The woman was made to work and bring back anything that she has earned or gotten back to her man because the woman was never made to be her own. And the only women that have a problem with that are women that can't get a man or women that can't keep a man. These are the only women that got a problem with that. Either the women that don't look good enough to attract the men that they want, because every woman can attract the man. But can she attract the quality of man that she wants? That's the question. So the only women that have a problem with what I'm saying right now are women that don't know, have no understanding about nurture, that has no understanding about virtuosity, that has no understanding about a woman is the keeper. She is the maintenance of the relationship. She is the nourishment of the relationship. She is the nurturing grace of a relationship and or marriage or even if she's just dating a man. Moving right along. Genesis 2 and 23. Now this bone. Now this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh, says Adam. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Didn't I just break this down to you? Mm -hmm. the, sub, the prefix of the word woman is man. Is the, is the, is the suffix. Meaning that the woman is a part of the, of the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. This is why I tell you guys, man, again, you have no business always desiring a relationship or a marriage. Let the woman beg for you. Let her desire you. Also in the book of Genesis, I didn't take this down in my notes. This is the first time I ever took down notes. I had to go through these scriptures for you guys to break this down for you. But... Part of the woman's curse actually was to desire a man and come under the rulership, come under the stewardship, come under the headship of the man. This is why I tell you guys, let the woman desire you. The moment that you want her more than she wants you, you already lost. Now you're about to be a tool. And last day and time I checked, the tool is a fool, and a fool and his money shall soon depart. This is also in the book of Proverbs. I encourage you guys, man, even gangsters and killers and murderers read the Bible. Did you know that? But I encourage you guys, man, to read the book of Proverbs. In fact, Proverbs is the code for a lot of gangsters, in case you didn't know. But see, you're not a G, so you don't know. You never knew that. I never saw a gangster, even a, ma a mafioso or a kingpin that didn't believe in his word. 
You know you a fool. You know you lose it. You know you a sin. You know you a beta male fool if you something you don't even believe in the most high's word. Again, I'm not trying to tell y'all what to believe. But you know what? If you don't believe in the word, you don't believe in yourself. Speaking of that, let me say this. I was Let me skip down to this. In the book of Psalms, and even the book of Corinthians, it says this specifically. The glory of the woman is her hair. The glory of the image is the, the image of man is the glory of God and the glory of God is man. And the glory of the man is his woman. But it's not just any old woman that becomes your glory. Again, it's a virtuous woman. It's a nurturing woman. It is a submissive woman. It's a cooperative woman. It's the woman that respects you, that serves you and sacrifices to you. Which is my three principles of my indoctrination module of the masculine principle. Basically, these are the three rules that a woman must understand if she's going to come into your life. She has to respect you because that is the love language of man. In fact, I got I got some I got I got heat for y'all on that. Just wait for it. Genesis 2 and 24, moving right along. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Meaning one body. Meaning one unit. Let me say this, right? <clears throat> A lot of you guys, let me read the first part of this scripture. Therefore, shall a man leave his father and his mother? A lot of you guys, y'all don't mind leaving your father. But, you know, a lot of you guys don't want to leave your mother. Mama boys. <laughs> yeah, because, see, it's funny. A lot of you guys, y'all sent for y'all mama worse than y'all will ever sent for another woman. Oh, yeah, if I'm going to talk about it, if I'm going to touch it, I'm going to hit you. And last time I checked, the hit dog will always holler. Yeah. See, that's another reason why. How many times have your mom specifically gotten involved and maybe ran away a good a woman that was actually trying to love you, trying to respect you, trying to serve you, trying to be there for you? But because you were sucking on your mama's titty, because the umbilical cord hasn't been cut yet, from 30, 40, 50 years ago, from 18 years ago, 21 years ago. This is also hurting your chances with women. You still living at your mama's house, not on your own time, on your own terms. You can invite a woman to your place. Maybe you got dinner ready on the stove where you can sit back and Netflix and chill and actually bond with this female and even do the deed and have sex with the female. Still living at your mama's house. Still buying hotel rooms and shit. I don't want to use swear words while I'm speaking of, you know, giving y'all this Bible-ism, which is magnetism of this animal magnetism and this primal beast-ism. Therefore shall a man leave his mother and shall plead to his wife. A lot of y'all, this is another thing. I, I, listen, we're going to talk about it. I got to hit it at all angles. As the Spirit gives me utterance right now. 
But a lot of you guys are so attached to your mama, you can't connect with the woman. Always listen to your mama. In your ear about this and about that. Now, yes, the woman does give, you know, the son wisdom, as we'll see later with King uh, Lemuel, with his mom in the, in the book of Proverbs, the 31st chapter. When she told her son, do not give your strength to women. Hmm? How many of you guys are giving your strength to the woman? You know how you give your, your strength to the woman? But your four human resources of life. With your time, with your money, with your energy, with your effort. These are all the things to enhance and advance you as a man. Your physical strength. Your mental strength. Your emotional strength. Because this naturally is what a man does for a woman. Your job is to improve the woman. But you can't do that for the woman that doesn't want to be better. So again, here you are wasting all of the four basic elements of life. Time, money, energy, effort. And King Lumel's mother had to give him game on that. Do not give your strength to women. My brother. Because, listen. How do you know if her juice box is worth the squeeze? How do you know if you should invest in this woman? She's going to show you because she's going to invest into you. She's not going to come to the table, come at you talking about no 50-50 things. Uh-uh. I don't do this. I don't give head. I don't get down on the first night. I don't cook for no man. I don't serve no man. Oh, no. Come over and straighten up and organize your house. Uh-uh. I don't do that. That's not a woman that's choosing you, that's actually ma making herself available and or accessible to you. That ain't what it looked like. That ain't love. It's not submission. It's not respect. And she's not choosing you. All she's doing is losing you. Uh, listen, a woman has to actively choose me. If she's not actively choosing me, then she's already lost me. I don't play no games with this. I don't care how bad she is, man. Listen, once y'all start dealing with a, a large volume or quality and quantity of women, you ain't got no problem letting the brawl go. Charging it to the game. Hit the road, baby. Two-finger salute. Deucing out. Till the dust settles. You ain't got no problem with that. But you guys, y'all don't know truth, man. And this game all in this Bible, as y'all seeing it right now. Let's move on to 1 Corinthians 11, verse 7. For a man indeed ought not to cover his head, for as much he is the image and the glory of God. I just told y'all this. You know why they want to do away with masculine energy and masculine beauty? You know why they want to try to, you know... Set the bar differently on what a man is, what a man looks like. You know why they want to tell you young boys and your nephews or whatnot? And the young men of today that, oh, I just talked about this in the very last podcast. What masculine beauty, masculine beauty is. It is strong. It is energetic. It is vigorous. It's even hyperactive. It's active. It's live. It's animated. It's strong. It's cool. It's calm. It's collected. It's commonsensical. It's more rational than it is emotional.
that's what all masculine energy is all about. Masculine energy, it works out. It's physical. It's dominating. It's domineering. It can even be overbearing. It's aggressive. That masculine beauty is the glory of God. You know, better understand this. They got men trying to wear dresses and makeup and heels now. Again, trying to kill masculinity. All this soy that they putting in the food. Again, trying to destroy masculinity. Y'all don't hear me though. And listen, when, a, when God sees a man's man, a masculine man, a strong man, a man of integrity, integrity, a man of valor, a man that handles his business, a man that tends to his own affairs. That's also in the Bible, in the good book. This is the good book of game. On life, not just dealing with women, but on life. I'm probably going to have to do a part two to this because I'm going to go deeper with this. I'm going to, in this podcast going to be more about the women, you know, about how you should deal with the woman, how the woman was made for your purpose. That's another thing. Let me go there. God made woman for the man, not man for the woman. Created he. I keep, I told y'all the woman is made for your purpose. You are not made for her purpose. Isn't this funny? See, this is the thing about feminism. Feminism, feminism comes from an ancient spiritual deity known as Hathor. Okay? If you guys understand anything about cosmology, let me give y'all the breakdown real quick. Earth and Venus in cosmology are sisters. In fact, the Amazonian woman actually comes from the planet Venus. Ever heard the saying that men are from Mars and women are from Venus? And Mars is actually also an ancient deity. Okay, but Venus is where the Amazonian woman comes from. Listen, we have a lot of women with a lot of Amazonian energy. See, y'all don't even understand what y'all dealing with, man. Because even in the word of the Most High, it says our war is not carnal, is not with flesh and blood, but against the principalities. Meaning spiritual warfare. I've often told you guys, there's three ways women manipulate and get their way with men. And three ways that women manhandle and are man eaters of men. Number one, through their sexuality. Number two, through uh, psychological warfare, shaming you. Making you feel like you're inadequate because you don't want to, you can't afford to get her no Gucci bag. You can't afford to get her no red bottoms. What kind of man I got? What kind of man are you? Damn, $200 on a date? That ain't shit. That's nothing. Shaming tactics. Women are very cunning. Women can be very Clever, especially when she got the big tits on your face and all like that. Now you become weak because why? You lust after the woman. The first deadliest sin that of a man dealing with the woman is lust. Oh, yeah. That's all in the good book about that. I've often told you guys. The two things. 
the two components of why men simp on our we for women is because of lust and their ego. Because I got to say this. For a lot of you guys, once y'all go brain dead and all the blood rushes to the head of your dick, that woman got you. And women know this. Why you think women dress more revealing? Why you think women objectify themselves? In fact, women have invited the rape culture. You ever talk about being men with the rape? No, women have invited the rape culture. What's the rape culture? Basically, when you look at a woman, the only thing you can think about is sex. That's the rape culture right there. Women have encouraged the thought culture. Go on Facebook. Go on the ground right now. All you're going to do is see is ass pics all day long. Ass, 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 ass. Butt shots. Big butts. Big, you know, apple bottoms. Onion asses. Fake asses. Flat asses. Asses that want to be big. Asses that want to, that were, were little. Collagen asses. This is all y'all going to see, man. Let's tell you right there that women are doing what? Selling you sex. Don't get me wrong. Yes, even in the Bible it says again, the woman was made for the man's pleasure. And, and I've often said this. Let me break this down to y'all. The difference between lust versus primal attraction. Lust means that you would that you're willing to do this, that, and the third to have sex with the woman. Even in church, they always explaining, oh, man, do you mean you got lustful spirits? No, you are, you are a man. That's natural for you to look at a woman. If you are a natural heterosexual man, it's natural for you to look at a woman and want to have sex with her. There's no lustful demon about that. Again, man, all these uh, sacred sex, all of these reverends and preachers and all of these guys with the collar don't know nothing. I'm not going to say they don't know nothing, but when it comes to this, they're teaching it wrong. They have a misunderstanding, and I'm here for you to have an outstanding overstanding about what it is. See, primal attraction is just natural. You're naturally attracted to this woman. You don't look at the woman. You're gazing through the woman. Yes, you're naturally attracted to her outward beauty as well as her inner beauty. This is the whole rap of feminine beauty right there. She's sophisticated. She's a refined woman. She's a sexy woman because she's ladylike. She's dainty. She's soft. She's supple. She has a meek spirit. And you want to have sex with her. This is all natural. What's unnatural is you taking a woman on a date. Now you're lustful. Because you're putting out to this female and she hasn't even put any emotional investment into you. She hasn't chosen up on you she's not your woman she's not even your confidant there's nothing there lust leads to a man robbing stealing and killing lust leads to a man having sex with a married female committing adultery that's all lust lust is when a woman says i'm married I have a boyfriend and you still pursue her. That's lust. But if a woman is single, she's available. She's ready to mingle. It's all fair game. She belongs to the game. Y'all don't hear me though. 
Then you sensually stimulate. Then you satisfy the senses of that woman. The oxytoxins in her brain, which is known as the love or the pleasure hormones. Understand, man. All, listen, all I do is make it make sense, man. And listen, what I am, I'm not a dating coach. I'm not a pickup artist or a seduction guru. And although many guys would consider me to be that because what I tell you, I'm not a dating coach. I don't give you guys strategies. I don't teach methodologies. I just tell you guys to be a naturalist. This is what masculine beauty, this is what primal attraction, the primal beast podcast is all about. You guys embracing your natural masculine state. You guys, you know, becoming one with that. And living it all the days of your life. Every second of every minute. Every minute of every hour. Every hour of every day. Every day of every week. Every week of every month. Every month of every year. That's it. This is how you improve your chances with women. This is how naturally you get women open up to you. You're not approaching. You're just saying hello. You're just presenting and introducing. That's it. And she's just reciprocating. That's all. She's just receptive. Now she's open to you because she's met a man. And see, let me say this, man. A lot of y'all, y'all read it, but y'all don't understand it. Because, see, I'm going to say this, man. To me, a lot of churches, especially the Christian faith, make men soft. I got to say it. I don't believe Jesus was soft or his 12 disciples. But see, even in the church, a lot of, you know, preachings and teachings and indoctrination through religious programming have made men feel bad about desiring a woman sexually. This is why a lot of men in church especially are sexually repressed. They're sexually transgressed. And this is why, believe it or not, in the church, man, you have a lot of men that rape women. Who are gay. Who violate young children. Amen. Facts. This goes on more than. So moving right along. First Corinthians 11 and 9. Neither was man created for the woman. But the woman for the man. Again I told you that man. You guys got to understand. When a woman comes into your life. It's not about you serving her. She supposed to serve you. And what you do, you reward the woman in return for her generosities, for her, her submissiveness, for co her cooperation. And then that's when you praise the woman. That's when you reward the woman. Until then, she gets nothing but, hard, but a hard D and bubble gum. That's it. She may not even get bubble gum, but she may not even get the hard D. She gets nothing at all because after a while, let me say this. You guys got to stop selling out for sex. I, I, say, I say this almost every podcast. A woman's never doing you any favors, especially if she's already... And this refers to almost 99.9% .9 of women that we deal with. She's already had that period, that cherry pop popped. She's been had dudes cracking on her. She's been slapping skins and all like that. You have to look at the true 
value of the woman by doing a true intrinsic assessment of who you are and how does she satisfy you? How was she catering to you? How was she nursing to you? How was she, you know, pandering to you? Is she showing any involvement in that relationship and or marriage? All right. So moving right along. Second Corinthians six fourteen. Be ye not unequivocally yoked. Together with unbelievers for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness and what com communion has light with darkness. Let me say this, man. When it talks about unequally yoked, we've heard this many times before. And it talks about unbelievers and the righteous and the unrighteous. Righteous right there really means integrity. Righteous means to be just. Like, you know, let your words, let your yeas be yeas and your nays be nays. A woman is unrighteous if she doesn't even understand to be loyal and faithful to you. You're righteous if you're true and honest with the female about your intentions for her. You know, let's say you just want sex with her. But you're still righteous. You're still honorable. So here's the thing. When we talk even about being un unequivocally, equally yoked, what that means is that a woman who does not have the same values as you, you know, she doesn't have, she's not a basically a cultured woman. Here you are, you believe in being stand up and being honest and being upright. Her, on the other hand, she believes on only being there for what she can receive. She's not there to be a worker in that relationship or in that marriage. You are unequally yoked. Now, we understand we talk about unequally yoked. We are talking about from a spiritual value, and this is very true. But see, what a lot of church folks seem to get it wrong at also, they always look at denomination. They want to look at religion. Listen, as long as you're dealing with a woman, and if you are a man of, let's say you're a Muslim man, uh, but she may not be a Muslim woman. Okay, if she believes in what you believe in, as far as the most high and everything, then it's all fair game. That is still being equally yoked or equally bonded. Pair bonding. You know, I got to say this also. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to do another podcast on this. I'm going to have to, there will be a follow up part two. Let me say this. When we talk about soul ties, see, here's the thing. When a woman has multiple sexual partners in her life, it's going to be hard for her to yoke or bond with a man. A yokage was what they would use back in the olden days for like, uh, what's that? Buffalo or bill, uh, excuse me, or uh, bulls or whatnot. To yoke them together, to bond or to keep them together, to keep them paired together. And a woman cannot pair with you if she has all of these different guys from her past that she hasn't broken off these ties. Because believe it or not, see, it's a lot. This is why it's always easier for us men, for the most part, to move on to a new relationship than it is for a woman. Because honestly, a woman still has that man's energy that resides inside of her. And again, a lot of you guys are dealing with a lot of women who will never belong to you. 
In fact, they will never belong to any man because they have been filled with so much different sperm and so much different DNA and so much energy and so many different spirits of different men. So that woman can never truly understand what it is to respect, to serve or submit herself to you in her entirety. For her, you know, relationship, for your even emotional satiety. But more on that in a minute because there's a scripture on that also. Man, this is the good book for real, man, giving you that good game, ain't it? And let me, so Proverbs 6 and 24. Wait, let me, let me go back. 2 Corinthians 6 and 14. And what communion has light with darkness? What, let, me, let me make you guys understand something. When we talk about light and darkness, they're just talking about good and basically evil. And a lot of you guys, this is why a lot of guys get drugged out because you're sleeping with the enemy. Here you are, you have the best intentions for her. You want to help her build, build a credit. You want to help her put it through school. Some of the, most of these women have children that y'all dealing with. You actually want to be the father figure to these children. You actually want to mentor these children because you love the woman so much. So you want to extend your loving grace to those children. That's your likeness. But the woman, she could be dark. She's not there to advance and to progress with you. She's only there to take, 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 take as a canker worm, as a lotus. She's there to eat, eat, eat. She's there to consume off of your energy. And that's why I always tell you guys, the way that a lot of men get so tied to women is actually what a man invests into a woman. Always notice, women always want an investment. What? Investment of more of your time. Investment of your money. Investment in a committed relationship. Investment of your energy. You're not making me feel special anymore. Ever heard that? Yeah. She wants that more investment. Well, why won't you? All you want to do is have sex. You never want to be with me. Why? She wants investment from you. And that can be very dark because the woman she wants to take, but she never considers giving. Oh, you the man, you the man. Again, psychological warfare one on one. Trying to beat down on your ego, trying to make you feel less of a man to get more out of you. And she still is going to treat you as less than a man. She's still going to be secretly designed and talking to guys on, 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 on the snap, on the book, on Instagram, at a job. That's how it goes. That's why I tell you guys, man, listen. Do not again, as the mother of King Wimble told, told him, give your strength. Give your dignity. Give your self-respect. Give your investment. Give your success and your abundance to women. Another dark game that a lot of women play, they want to have your baby. That's why I tell you guys, y'all got to learn how to keep your dick in your pocket and your wallet in your pocket. When you put yourself out there to the woman, all she's thinking about the level up. She's only thinking about the come up. Here you are, you're solid. Which is going to lead me to the next scripture that I have detailed for you. To keep you from the evil woman, Proverbs 6 and 24. From the flattery of the tongue of a strange woman. See, the woman is going to flatter you, to use you, to overutilize you and, and underappreciate you. Oh, man, you're so strong. You're so successful. Wow. Of course she wants to have your baby. It's the baby hustle game. It's the baby trap game. You're making 100000 a year, 200000 a year. 
And even if you have not reached your full potential, she sees where you're going. She sees where you're headed. Women are not stupid. I keep telling you guys that. Women are not stupid. Women are foolish because folly is bound in the heart of the woman. What's folly? Women are emotionally immature. That never goes anywhere. A woman always needs all that little things for you to prove your love to her. That's immaturity. And a lot of you guys are, listen, most women have a low EQ, which is emotional intelligence. But a lot of you guys allow yourselves to get caught up in that whirlwind on trying to prove something to her. And when you're trying to prove how much money, yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, she's going to have you, baby. Of course she's going to flatter you, flatter you again. Here's the game in the good book, the good book of game. Proverbs 6 and 4, 24, 6 and 24, to keep you from the evil woman. From the flattery of the tongue of a strange woman. She's going to flatter you. Make you feel all good. She's going to give you all that good head. All that good sex. But her intentions are dark. They're sordid. She only wants to have your baby. To have you paying her child support. For the next 18 years of that child's life. Wicked ain't it? Cold blooded. To keep you from the evil woman, a woman with bad intentions, a woman that's not there to love you. She's only there to use you. She's only there to hurt you. Maybe even set you up for another hitter to come and get you. Hey, man, I'm telling y'all some things that I know that I know that I know how women are. From the flattery of the tongue of a strange. What's a strange woman? Basically, a woman that you don't know. Oh, Rando. Strange could also implies here, though, the woman that she's weird. What makes her strange? What makes her weird? What makes her unusual? Because she's not feminine. She's not there to serve. She's not there to submit. She's only see. She's only there to plot and to scheme and to steal the bag or resources from you. I'm going to end this here, man, on this one. I do have uh, part two, the second segment of this, The Good Book of Game, by yours truly, your host with the most. And don't forget, man, the person missed most is the one you could have been. So become him to today. Because as a man think it, so is he. As a man think it, so he becomes. So next time, man, y'all need to say primal beasting and being at your primal best. Double salute. Shalom. God bless. I will talk to you soon.